Welcome to Tea and Grumpets, the intercontinental, interdimensional, intermittent, international, interdependent, intermingling, interscholastic, interstellar podcast. I am one of your hosts, Glenn, and with me as always is my other host, Mike. And welcome to Tea and Grumpets. If uh, you've never listened before, I am so sorry because uh, I am Mike and that is Glenn. But welcome to this week's episode. We thought we'd change it up a little bit and uh, I really wanted to say that finally. My Glenn impression is horrendous, but uh, so be it. So uh, it's been a hell of a week. Glenn, how are you doing, bud? Uh, Yeah, uh, uh, besides feeling like absolute crap, uh, pretty good actually. I've been replaying through the masterpieces that are the Arkham games. I've been replaying the remasters on the PlayStation. Um, So yeah, I've been working my way through those again. Uh, Perfect couch game. Nice, well that's where you're spending your time, right? So Yeah. Ah, you poor soul. (laughs) Yeah, I have two chairs I move to, a couch and, a, and an office chair. <laughs> that's basically my life now, too, so I can totally yeah. relate. Oh, that's oh, cool, man. I, I'll tell you what, right, um, I honestly thought at the start of this lockdown, I was like, excellent, I'll get so much gaming done, I'll be able to do this, I'll be able to do that, and I've done none of it. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, there's this little small thing preventing all of it, and it's called work. Yeah, you know that really like cramps the style of like you know doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I actually I actually want to talk about a subject today. Um, I don't know if it lasts the whole episode, but I, I've been pondering this over. And do you ever find? And this is definitely a first world. I have too much money or too spend my money stupidly problem, where you have so many games to play, you don't want to play any of them. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that happens daily. <laughs> and it's been, it's been really bothering me because I'm like, there's so many new games coming out I want to play, and I'm like, I must play The Last of Us Part Two, I must play Ghost of Tsushima, I must play Iron Man VR, I must play Cyberpunk, I must play all of these games coming up, and I, I literally did an audit the other day on my backlist, and this is of games I've actually bought on the current consoles or the PC, and I've got. 468 unplayed games from this generation yeah. to get through um, and, and I'm like I should probably get started on those but then the other part of me is going but it's not new and people aren't discussing that so you should really get started on those Yeah, um, and then I end up going back to playing Left 4 Dead 2 yeah no, I feel like for my brain uh, it's split up into different categories there are games that I'm going to binge and play beginning to end no matter what, like Red yep. Dead Redemption, okay, like those, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Then there are games I will play with my friends, like Left 4 Dead and Portal. Uh, those are like intermittent games. Um, then there's the, ooh, shiny new, I need it. Oh, wait, I don't like it. Like, those are the three tiers for me, and, like, Minecraft Dungeons was one of those, you know? Uh, There's a couple other recent ones that I'm like, oh, I really got to play that. And, and, like, Maneater, I played it today, but I played it for 10 minutes. (laughs) So, you know, (laughs) uh, yeah, no, I'm the same way. I have so many unplayed games. I have so many games that when there's a sale, and this is such a first world problem, and I feel bad saying but it's like, I'm like, oh, man, that game looks cool. Let me go buy it. I own it. Like, (laughs) there's a disconnect in my brain that I've already purchased (laughs) it, and I own it. And then I look and I go, oh, well, I own it then. I don't need to play it. (laughs) Yeah. 
that's that's exactly what's happened to me is I've yeah regularly gone I really want to play that game and it goes this game is already in your library and it's like yeah. oh <laughs> yeah yeah that's happened more than once and then there's a the third fourth type of game where it's like oh I really like this game I have to buy it on another console like half of my friends have it on PC the other half have it on a PlayStation and then I end up buying a game two or three times which I've done before the most recently was a uh, Deep Rock Galactic you know I have it on two systems but uh that's also another problem so there's just different levels of game i'd like to make like a food pyramid but like a game pyramid that would pretty much only stick to me you know it's like this is yeah. how i view it where does this game fall but yeah yeah i mean um i've actually i've actually bought rebought games that i've actually passed on and gone i want to play that game i'll get it back um you know it's like red dead redemption 2 right yeah um I had I have it on PS4, and I wanted to play it online. And I obviously had Xbox Ultimate Game Pass. I thought it's just cheaper for me to buy it on there and play that online as well, uh, because I wasn't paying for PS Plus at the time. And I did it, and it's it's just absolutely hemorrhaging uh, money and time to actually play these games to the point where you do go, I don't even know if I enjoy this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> No, I get. Of course, we do. I do enjoy it very much. Once I get into a game, I'm absolutely fine. But I find it is that <clears throat> I think it really is uh, the modern age, and because everything can be bought so cheap, you don't have to hoard your games, and you've got your precious few dozen games that we used to have. We've now got literally hundreds of options everywhere, and I think it just ruins the choice. Yeah, really and now do. that's been caught up even more because. It used to be only at least on the PC uh, on Steam. And now you have 15 other people cutting it up. It's like cable television. You know, it's just everyone wants a little piece. And it, it, again, I tried to play Man Eater. I didn't know which launcher it was. I had to go through 10 of them. So, yeah, there's a, <laughs> it, it's becoming a chore to remember where the heck what game I want to play is. And that's like a game within itself before you even get mm -hmm. to the game. And then you open the launcher. And then there's an update for every single game. I mean, I spent my morning upgate, updating games I will never play in my life. <laughs> but I sat yeah. there like a moron going click click waiting like putting off other tasks that needed to be done so i could do it because my internet connection is like okay but if i'm updating something i can't like surf the net i like at a reasonable tempo so yeah it's <laughs> yeah it's it's a lot it's almost too much um and here's the thing we have too many games in too much time maybe not enough time yet but summer will be the true indicator for me if I because that's when everything opens up, you know, and that's coming next week almost. So, uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna see if the summer I can get through fun. some games and um, physically sit down and just beat them, you know, like I'd love to do that. No, I, I am here, but aside from that, it's uh, it's a good problem to have, I guess, you know, can't Hello. really complain. But have you watched Hello. anything fun this week? Yeah, uh, so you watched 13 Reasons Why, the uh, second season. Well, I guess Glenn's dead, everyone, so I am just going uh, well, to Well, I thought there was only one season of this. Uh, this week I watched 13 Reasons Why, the fourth season. And you're going, Mike, really? You? Hello? Are you alive? Wow. I, I, I'm just, yeah, out of the loop completely. The fourth season, the final season. 
Well, Glenn, I don't know where you've been, but yes, there. I believe there's four seasons. Let me click clack and find out 13 reasons why. Season four, baby, I was correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not something that, I don't know, grown men watch. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But no one I talk to uh, watches it. I liked it a lot from the beginning because, you know, I'm a teacher. And I don't teach high school. But, like, these are kids. The, the kids' age is close to what I teach. And I just okay. think it's really important. Um, the second season was fine. The third was horrendous. And this fourth and final season was great. I think it was great. It was heart-wrenching and ridiculous. The last episode, Glenn, each episode was about an hour. The last one was a full-length movie, hour and a half. And, like, yeah. And they, I think they did a good job. Uh, people were overall very happy with it. Uh, and it rounded it up nicely. So I totally put in my two cents for, hey, watch it if you haven't yet. If you're, I don't know. Who does this even cater to? Just like depressed people, maybe. Like I don't know, but it's really good. So I killed so that. So what's, what's what's the overall arc of okay. the whole series? That being a teenager is close to impossible. Is close okay. to impossible as like humanly possible. And this show depicts the worst of the worst schools you can possibly imagine. If this happened, if any of this happened in any school, like. Even one episode. Pick one episode out of all four seasons. If anything within that episode actually happened in a real school, the school would be shut down immediately. But like, <laughs> as it goes on, it, it becomes... It's like the snowball effect. It keeps going and going until... It's just so catastrophic. Every minute, you're like, how? And, and you know, they do a good job of pulling you in. And you're not really, like, questioning... Like, why isn't anyone stopping this? Like, but it, it's a hell of a ride. And um, it also beat Netflix's curse of three seasons where they were canceling everything last year. And they uh, made the most out of it. Did it need to be 10 episodes? No, it could have been five. But uh, yeah, no. So that was what I binged uh, over the course of the weekend. It was good. Um, but yeah. I, I watched on Netflix. What'd you say? I watched, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Michael Bay. Yeah. Uh, he's Six Underground. Have you heard of this? Never heard of him. All right, so basically the premise is it's got Ryan Reynolds in it. And you know you've got your Elon Musks and you've got your um, Bill Gates and you've got uh, Jeff Bozos. Bezos. Um, <laughs> Bozos? <laughs> Bozos. I love it. All right. <laughs> Yeah, you got you got him, and they're, they're multi-billionaires doing all this different stuff for the world, etc. Mm. Um, yeah, basically, he's a similar cast of character, but he decides that he wants to form, like, a vigilante group to take out the real scum of the earth. Nice. Uh, so he's like, yeah, he's basically like this black ops team that doesn't answer to anyone, and he just funds it himself, that goes and knocks over corrupt governments and things like that. Um wow. Actually, very. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was definitely a turn the brain off kind of thing, uh, and enjoy it. And basically, what happens is you join his group and you fake your own death, so you become a ghost, so you're not on the <laughs> spectrum anywhere anymore. Wow. Um, but yeah, very, very good. Highly recommended. 
Um, it is a Michael Bay film, so it's just explosions. It's fantastic, and, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, worth definitely the Netflix subscription for a month just to view. Okay. Um, and here's the crazy thing, right? I sat and worked out uh, based on views because they, they said how many how many people have watched it. Um, I thought well, I'm going to do a little exercise on this because I wonder how much money they're actually losing when they when they put these films straight on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I think I worked it out as uh, the amount of views it had based on a fifteen dollar ticket price. I think this film would have made one point one billion. Okay. And you're like, that's crazy. Like they're, they're clearly putting that much money in there. How much money are they getting back off of this? Well, one point um, one billion. No movies ever made one point one billion. I don't. Yeah, think. they have. Yeah, yeah, the Avengers films have. Really? Well, maybe yeah. over the course of a lifetime. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. In the, actually, released in the cinema. Yeah, it's uh, Avengers. Makes <laughs> you could hear me being a skeptic. Yeah, like <laughs> no, it made ridiculous money. It really did. It's, I don't even uh, know what to write. Avengers money. That's what I'm Googling. What a freaking moron. There you go. Box office, $2.7 billion. No, $340 million last year. Where are your sources? No, 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 no. $2.7 billion, the, gr- Box the take for office. Avengers Endgame. $1.519 billion. There you go. Is that worldwide? Or I don't that, know. Uh, it's the first thing that okay. comes up in Google. Are you kidding me? Yep. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not going to say it. But I still don't get it, Glenn. I still don't get these damn movies. And I have all summer. Now, am I going to waste my summer watching every single freaking Marvel movie that came out? Possibly. Um, (laughs) Uh, Do you know what? (sighs) If you approach it like a, a TV show that's been just put in the cinema, you kind of understand it. I don't know if I want to sit down and watch every... I mean, how many are there? 25, 30? Like, uh, 23, I think. Yeah, I'd rather... No, 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 no. Like, I will never watch any of these. Uh, I don't care about them. I think it's cute. But you had a really good quote a long time ago that, that was something like, these are now becoming children's Disney films. Yeah, they are. They are. This is this generation's Star Wars. Oh, okay, that's um, what it was. Yeah, yeah. And, and it is. I, um, I, I don't think they ha- they will have as la- much lasting impact as Star Wars. Maybe they will, maybe I'm wrong. Well, um, Endgame seemed to be like... When that came out, all my kids were losing their mind. And they were all... I told them, day one, you spoil it for me, you're done. <laughs> like, don't spoil it for me <laughs> in case when I retire, I actually watch it. At this point, the world has spoiled it for me, which is fine. But, like, that was an event. Every kid, some teachers too, went and saw it. Like, I don't get it. I I think you should do one a week, Mike. I think you should. And I'll be done in two years? Are you kidding me? No. That's torture, sir. Or just watch the whole lot back to back. Um, I've watched all of them. And, you know, they're a bit formulaic. But they are fun. That's the thing you can take away and go, yeah, they're fun. There's some that are really bad, and I'd be interested to see whether you think they're just as bad as I do, where you go, ooh, this has got a different production crew, and this is not good. But there are some that have some absolutely great moments in. 
I'm sure. I'm sure. It's just, am I willing to waste the summer on it? Because that's how long it would take me to watch all this stuff. And I don't know. It just doesn't speak to me. I, I'll be that person and say, I, I read comics when I grew up, but not these comics. I read like Marvin the Martian. I read like <laughs> just silly ones, not not like Spider Man and all that. We didn't have that. Like, well, we had it. I just didn't have access to it. So, none of these really speak to me. And like, I've lost count like someone made a flow chart so like a friend of mine made a flow chart and sent it to me and it looks insane it's like all right you go age of ultron to infinity war to end game and it's like well, i don't care I've, I've, I've already lost it but i don't even know how we got here but the bottom line is <laughs> i doubt like i'm ever gonna watch these things it's it's too much it's it's, it's enough but isn't it over like end game that was it uh, that was the end of this cycle, but they've got a whole new... What do you mean, cycle? Uh, basically, that's the end of the uh, the Infinity Gems arc. But doesn't Infinity uh, imply it never ends? Uh, yeah, that's what it feels like. Okay. okay. <laughs> see, see where I'm coming from? What is this? The end yeah. of an arc in Infinity. That's, that's what it feels like. But, you know, it's, it's like anything. To be fair, uh, Disney have handled the Marvel films a hell of a lot better than they handled the Star Wars films. Um, I'll take your word. <laughs> yeah, uh, they really have. I actually thought how Disney finished off the the actual Skywalker saga was just awful. Um, yeah, you're not alone. Uh, no, a bunch uh, of other uh, friends think the same. Yeah, to the point of now, I've I've actually reconciled with this, and I've gone. Hmm. My ending was Return of the Jedi. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's where I left it. That's where Star Wars finished for me. It's just Return of the Jedi. Wow. That kind of wipes out a lot of stuff that they did after. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'll, I'll accept Rogue One. I'll say, yeah, Rogue One, I'll, I'll have that in there. Do you remember how upset I was after that? <laughs> yeah. I think you said it was, a, it was a boring movie in the first part, really good in the second. Yeah, I remember walking out of that theater really just not knowing what the hell just happened. And then, like, I had this five-second debate with myself. I'm like, was it good? Was it bad? No, it is bad. <laughs> and then I swore it <laughs> off. And then I bought it on Blu-ray and watched it again, and I thought it was great. So what the hell do I know? I don't know anything. But It's all about first first impressions anyway. I guess. I, yeah, but again, like, I don't care. I don't care enough about Avengers in the age of whoever or, you know, cat girls love interest with spider. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's just entertaining. And I know I'd be entertained. But, like, it, yeah, let me ask is. you a dumb question. Like, all of these are, like, intermingled or, like, they all relate to each other or some of them do? They have a, yeah, a shared universe. So <sighs> we'll have... You, you don't have to have watched everyone to understand what's going on. But certainly, um, yeah, there, there's enough in there that you go, oh, I think that's in, from another film. But they they are entertaining in their own right. Okay. All right. Yeah, like, I can ba barely, like, get on in this shared universe. The universe I share with you and other people. Now I'm <laughs> going to start going into one where mutants fly across the world and kill people. Like, yeah. it's, it's fine. Maybe I will watch it. Who, who cares what I watch but <laughs> maybe someday uh because it, it looks awesome it the visuals and you know me glenn i am so superficial the the visuals are number one you know plot <laughs> be damned give me something shiny to look at and go ooh, and i am in and i think these movies do that right 
Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, okay. I mean, they they have some very very good directors um, making them. I don't, I don't care. Just show me shiny things. But yeah, that's the thing. Um, I, I'd recommend you. Well, you got you got two places you could start at. You can either start chronologically, which would be uh, Captain America. Okay. Back in, or you can start with the release uh, slate, and that was first one being Iron Man. Okay. Sounds thrilling. Can't wait. I mean, but, uh, if I was is if I was more ignorant than I already am, when you're saying mm-hmm. Iron Man, it just sounds like a guy coming out of a dumpster, or like, a, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But thankfully, I know what it is. Yeah. Uh, I th- I think <laughs> we get a, a bigger audience. I think this is going to be our most hated episode because you're attacking the MCU. <laughs> I'm not attacking. I I am rightfully claiming ignorance. You know, like yeah. it, it's. I'm sure once I watch it, it'll be fine. It just doesn't appeal to me. It like there's no draw for me to say, "Oh, I'd like to watch that film," you know. Like, I, it doesn't speak to me. I don't know. Mm. But th- then again, most films don't. That's why my favorite uh, movie is a uh, hobo with a shotgun. Like, I have terrible taste in films, folks. If you haven't realized, that. like, no, th- I don't go watch movies. I watch horror films and trash because <laughs> it's more entertaining i can forgive a movie for being trash if i know it's going to be trash like the title glenn hobo with a shotgun yeah i, I don't rock and it's amazing yeah i don't really feel academy award winning in that title you know so my expectations are so low but i don't know with all this stuff it's blockbuster i don't care i i'd rather watch something that i know is going to be bad then commit to 23 films. I'd ra- uh, I'm with you on I'd, that. I'd rather be committed somewhere else. Like to a home. Uh, like, I would say give them a try because they are very... Okay. Very, I mean, they're not cinematic masterpieces, but they are an achievement in themselves because you go, well, I don't think anyone has actually had that level of continuity in a film series. You know, even the closest number of films, the Bond films, even they, they're very loose and... No one's ever sure whether it's the same guy or it's the same guy or a different guy using the same code name. Um, that's never really been explained. I'm on, the, I'm on the, you know, the opinion it's the same character. and We just kind of forget that he's been around since the 60s. Well, it's like the Doctor um, from Doctor yeah. Who. Same thing. Yeah. Weirdly, he's never gone into the cinema and they never mm. made a film out of Doctor Who, strangely. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think it would work actually in the cinema, to be honest. No, I don't know. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I'll give I'll give. Uh, what you say? Who's the first one? Godfather or uh, Captain America? <laughs> Iron Man. Uh, Captain America. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll give him a shot and uh, see if I can. As, and then where do I watch this? You can find them all on Disney Plus. The entire MCU. Oh, God. Okay. All right. I will. Get, I will. If, you, if you go to disneyplus.com forward slash offers forward slash. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, I'd be so good if we had, you know what? had sponsors segueing them in. <laughs> I've destroyed Disney Plus um, for there being literally nothing to watch. I will give this a shot uh, next week. I will make time out in the schedule. Hopefully it'll be less busy and I will watch uh, Captain Superman. Okay. Yeah. I've got to say, actually, um, I've used, because I, I recently tried out HBO Max, and um, I've, I've used, I think, or tried out every streaming service out there. There's and a lot. You, you haven't tried BritBox, 
You know why? Because you're in Britain. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> They're selling that over here now, and I'm like, dude, it's great. <laughs> I'm like, why would you sell that? We've we've got all that anyway. Yeah, it's called um, TV. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> yeah, and out of all of them, I, I I've got to say Netflix still comes out on top. Okay, how so? I, I think it's I think it's just for the the value for money you actually get. Mm. And the diversity of it. I mean, Amazon, they, they have a couple of the good things here and there. Um, Disney oh, yeah. Plus, if you're, if you're into two or three very specific things, you probably get a lot. So if you're into the MCU, Star Wars, Pixar, you're probably okay for Disney Plus for a few months. Okay. Um, uh, HBO Max did have stuff on there, but it does feel like they've rushed it out. Uh, I've used Hulu, although is that really a streaming service? Yeah, people like that's for like TV. I I don't know. I don't watch TV or movies, so like I yeah. have no right talking about it. But people were telling me on uh, what the heck is it called Disney Plus to watch Prop Culture, which uh, seemed really cool. Where they go into all the stuff and they have some good episodes. Nightmare mm-hmm. Before Christmas. There's, there was another one that someone said on Disney Plus. Uh, Zenimation came out. I'm really into that. Um, what the heck is it called? Where was I? I guess, I guess it's just a one day, sh- uh, one day of Disney shorts. There's a bunch of stuff. Here's the thing about Disney Plus, Glenn. I don't want to watch Disney stuff. I want to watch like behind the scenes stuff in like. Uh, oh, yeah. d- documentaries about Disney like yeah. I, I don't want to watch Escape to Witch Mountain which I saw when I was four like I don't want to watch the X-Men cartoon animated series that I watched when I was like I have no uh, nostalgia or will to go back and see that I want to see like behind the scenes stuff um, I don't know I'm weird I, but no not at I, all um, like you talk about behind the scenes stuff I was watching an episode of Disney Insider last night and um, they have an animator at Disney. You know, he's an artist. Mm-hmm. And he's been at Disney for 67 years Incredible. working as an artist. And I'm like, when did he start? <laughs> uh, absolutely <laughs> he's a, crazy. He's 65. They started him while he was, you know, <laughs> yeah, he wasn't it. born yet. Yeah, as an I was amoeba. Like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, where did they find him? Is he some, like, Nazi artist that Disney sheltered after World War II? Wow. <laughs> No, like, give me more of the Imagineering story. Like, that really spoke to me. That, like, resonated. It was cool. Uh, I I like that a lot. I don't know. I guess I still don't know what the heck I like, but I know what I don't like. (laughs) That's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. (laughs) But that's okay. I want to talk about a streaming service that you is very near and dear to your heart, and you've been a subscriber for ages. And And I have seen... They've started making their own. Um, they've started making their own stuff. Yes. And uh, it's Shudder. Yeah. Now, what I remember from Shudder when they first launched a few years ago, is they basically had the rights to a lot of older horror movies that weren't stuff you'd see in the cinema, but it'd probably be stuff you'd see on TV late at night. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> has that changed, Mike? Yeah, a lot. Um, there's, there's the old stuff. They are doing a lot more originals. Um, some of them are good. Some of them are horrifically bad and not in a good, bad kind of way, just straight up bad. But yeah, no, they, I don't know. I'm biased. Like if I had to cancel all of the rest of my subscription services, 
including Netflix, I would only stick to Shutter. Like, wow. Oh, it, that's always how it's been, you know. Um, and there's really just one reason why, and that's Joe Bob Briggs. I mean, he is the only reason why I, I'm dedicated now. For people that don't know, which is 99% of the freaking world, uh, Joe Bob Briggs is a dude who has been around since the 70s reviewing horror films. So every Friday night on Shudder, uh, he reviews, essentially, and gives you background information on horror films. Okay. And they range from, like, like really obscure ones to ones everyone knows. So every Friday night, everyone gets together through the internet, on Discord, and we watch along the movie and after like uh, something big happens the movie the movie stops i know which people are annoyed at he comes on screen and he you know gives you some awesome insight into what he has on guests like and you're, you're probably thinking that really disturbs the whole movie yes and no but um he is like the star attraction for this uh service and he alone is worth the price of admission but the problem is he is now on a second season and the rights to the movies that they have rights are like toilet paper they come yeah. and go instantly so what he's done in previous weeks is now gone you know so his first season now has maybe i don't want to say the wrong amount but five or six out of the original 10 that he did if that mm -hmm. so um but yeah i could go on for like three podcasts about the service it has everything it has one of my favorite films, Mayhem. I watched it last night. And it has the guy from The Walking Dead, Glenn. And okay. it's just a great yep. film. Great, one of my favorite horror flicks. Like, I watched it again. It still gets five stars. But anyway, Shudder is the best streaming service for me as someone that likes to watch really, really trashy horror. Um, and it's cheap. I think it's seven bucks a month. Something like that. And, like, they know what they're worth, and, and they're cool. Last year, they upped it from 6 to 7, and people, like, lost their minds. And it's like, really? It's $7, and you have all this garbage to watch. And mm -hmm. I, I love it. I love it more than anything on TV, more than Netflix and everything, because, A, there's a community around it, and you can go, and they have just impromptu watch parties. Like, hey, this weekend we're watching uh, Cursed Films or Train to Busan or body bags, or whatever, and people will get together and we'll just chat about it. I don't hear that about any other thing, or maybe I'm not exposed to it, but, like, they have their own server. They set up movie nights literally every night, and you can go and hang out, and I'm paying $7 for all of that? Yeah, sign me up. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty damn good, to be fair. It's, it's the best value out of all of them. It's cheap, but you have to like horror. You know, it's such a niche little thing, and it's it's cool. They have uh, something I really love, the gulag. You know how they have the Yule log? Yeah. So they just have a gulag <laughs> year-round. Like, you put it up, and it's just a jack-o'-lantern. Like, all this stupid stuff. Stupid stuff. But the, the amount of garbage on here is astounding. The Slumber Party Massacre, the Slumber Party Massacre 2, Crystal Lake member. Like, I don't know. Can you tell I'm passionate about this trash? I, I yeah. can, yeah. Good. Now... All you listeners that are getting pissed off at me for Marvel Cinematic Universe, listen to where my taste is and realize I, realize I have none. So don't take offense. <laughs> it's ignorance. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I, I think it's just a different side of the fence, isn't it? Like You could say, without having a phone in your hand, how many people who are fans of the MCU could tell you who Tom Savini is? Oh, absolutely. 
Yeah, uh, you know, he, he's a very famous guy, but it's if you know <laughs> in that in that world uh, who Tom Savini is, then he's famous. But, you know, he otherwise he's just that little guy who pops up in films. You go, oh, he was in that other film I saw once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting because a year and a half ago, I didn't know any of these films, and now I have a list of over 150 that I've watched, and it's like, yeah streaming services are good but i feel like it's the same thing to tie it back into what we were originally speaking about with games that mm -hmm. there there are almost too many now and you're just going well what the heck do i want to watch yeah. you know um and i speak to my friends who um are great and really get attached to one uh not episode one series like i have a friend that watched uh, the last airbender and he went on and saying it was like one of the most incredible things. And he sold it to me like, I'm going to watch it. It sounds really good. But like, I don't know if I get attached to series. Series? Series. Yeah, plural. Yeah, I'm an idiot. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I get attached to series besides Breaking Bad or 13 Reasons. Maybe I do. But uh, I'm much more inclined to sit and watch an hour and 20 minute film like of crap than watch a two and a half two and a half hour film about dc universe sorry i don't know why i keep trashing it i feel bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah you've actually switched from marvel to dc <laughs> whatever it's all the same to me because i'm stupid i'm ignorant i don't know like i don't care and i guess that's like the most dangerous form of ignorance is just <laughs> bashing everything blindly so i'm gonna try and stop but uh, yeah i'm excited for uh anchorman or whatever his name is iron iron face iron or... man <laughs> Captain America, Captain. Let's Iron. just title this episode "Mike's a freaking moron." Okay, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but whilst we're on on the subject of horror, uh, we do actually have a couple of horror episodes coming up that we're we're looking yeah. forward to doing. Um, one of them is going to be our favorite horror movies from this century. Yeah, and the other one is. Um, we, I mean, this other one, we could probably talk for hours and hours and hours on. Yeah. And we're going to do an episode on Ed and Lorraine Warren. <laughs> yeah, that's all, Glenn. That's a great idea. I cannot wait for that episode. Because we both have very strong thoughts about them. And yes. I was discussing, Who are they? Yeah. Who are uh, they? Yeah, who, exactly. <laughs> who are they? <laughs> um, I was discussing with Mike the other day that I think they're the only people on the planet who has built a franchise out of just being people. Uh, not them. They didn't build the franchise, to be fair, but someone built a franchise off of them. Mm. Um, and like I said, I, I read, the, read their book before, Demonology, or The Demonologist on it. Um, and I'll save it for the episode, but there's... There's so many claims in that that I. Just I got to read that before we record. Yeah, you uh, have to. It, okay. It's a quick read. It's about four hours to read through the whole thing. Okay. Uh, um, listen, I'm all about it. But yeah, we got a, we got a couple of, and I'm particularly excited about the Ed and Lorraine Warren ones. We've never actually done this kind of episode before. Yeah, it's it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be great. I mean, I've always been fascinated, but we'll save it for the episode. It's gonna be good. But. Yeah. Now absolutely. let me ask you, like with these streaming services, I know there's an anime one because all my kids tell me it's. Like, oh, is that what? that Crunchyroll one? That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, are there more specific like streaming services for niches that I'm sh don't know about? Like, is there like knitting? Like, is there a <laughs> knitting streaming service? Is there like uh, a I don't, I don't know, like, are there other ones? Um, I suppose it depends, doesn't it? Like, I, I, I'm, 
I've got the DC Universe, and that that's kind of like you get comic books, you get the TV shows, you get films that are DC. Um, but I'd, I'd be interested out there to just how niche they go. I always thought Shudder was one of the most niche niche ones. Yeah, I just look. I typed in weird streaming services, obscure streaming services to get when you're bored with Netflix. Number one, Shudder. <laughs> Damn it! Yes, I wouldn't call that niche. I think horror. If anything, every other streaming service doesn't have enough horror on it. No, they don't. Amazon is the closest one. They have really good obscure things, but uh, yeah, the of course, what else is on it? BritBox. Like, yeah, horror is pretty freaking niche. But I guess what what other genres of film are there that like comedies? Like a comedy streaming? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, d d I was going to say depression. I meant drama. <laughs> like the depression TV, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like it's weird. We keep losing subscribers after a month. <laughs> oh wow, That's, that got dark quick. Jeez, but yeah, oh. I don't. I don't know. But but like, it, I feel like that's where we're heading, man. I feel like we're just getting that it, it's so cut up, like cable television, that you will eventually have the depression network. You know, and like. It's just getting ridiculous. So. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, live from Carnegie Hall, he's a <laughs> repeat of Radiohead. You're, listening, you're watching the Depression Network. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I, I say we, we start it, and Glenn, you can be the voice of it. That sounds incredible. <laughs> that exact voice. <laughs> that, that exact voice. Yeah. Oh, man, that reminds <laughs> me of one of my teachers that would talk like that. And <laughs> it's a, good, a funny story. Um, it was art history. Okay, now, yeah. Glenn, <laughs> you know me in art, and you know me with all sorts of media. Uh, it's not really my forte in knowledge. And it was on Fridays from 4 to 7 o'clock, okay? Three hours in a room the size of your closet, all right? There, there must have okay. been 16 or 17 of us. And the woman teaching it only used slides, like, you know. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, okay. So it was three hours of in here is the Parthenon. And eventually, like, the, the room was so small, we ran out of seats. So I had a very large friend who was incredible. And there were no seats. He came in, and he sat on the back radiator. So we're approaching hour one, and you, you can, like, see the head slowly start to sink down. And then we hit hour two. And, it, like, it, you hear, like, just faint breaths going. And around the two-and-a-half-hour mark, like, he, he, I notice he starts swaying. He's on this radiator, and at two hours and forty-five minutes, you hear "bam!" Oh, he no. fell off. Continued to sleep. The teacher turned around and went and looked back, and went, "And the Parthenon is still <laughs> like nothing happened, like it happened all the time." Oh my God! So yeah, we, yeah, that voice, yeah. Yeah. It haunts my memories. Thanks, lad. Depression TV. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, no, I've just been looking through that. There are some really obscure streaming services out there I didn't even realize existed. And looking at the prices of them, I'm like, well, actually, we're getting a good deal with Netflix if this is what they're charging. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. I mean, um, look, look, look at this. You've got one that's uh, Pure Flix, which is um, aimed at the Christian market. Wait, 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 wait. Stop. What? Pure flicks, and it's aimed at uh, the Christian-focused okay. original okay. shows, movies, TV shows, and uh, yeah, that's eleven dollars a month. 
Oh. And you go, is there is there that much Christian programming to justify eleven dollars? Oh a yeah. Month? I guess so. Uh you got Eros, which is just purely Bollywood, which is eight dollars a month. Okay. Um, yeah, no, you got uh on demand Korea, which is Korean yeah. Korean, <laughs> Korean yeah. <laughs> I love Korean it. Program. I love that genre of Korean yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Korean you got uh Okay. Oh, Mubi? Have you ever heard of Mubi? Mobi? Is it M-O-B-I? No, M-U-B-I. Oh, no. Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, basically they show a film a day. Oh, oh, I think I got one that takes the, the cake, Glenn. Feelin? F-E-E-L-N? Go on. It's the Hallmark it? channel. Wow. Six bucks a month <laughs> or $36 a year? How does that work? Oh, because math. But come on, like... No, Love it. Is, I'm actually this is opening my eyes a bit you've got one called Curiosity Stream which is $3 a month and it's from the founder of the Discovery Channel okay fair enough. oh Glenn they almost took our idea Drama Fever that's such a worse name than Depression TV but Drama Fever <laughs> is pretty good pretty yeah, good that, that, that is that is pretty damn good um, oh my god yeah no, they've, got, they've got they've got wow this is this is actually yeah, like I can I can see the audiences now. Um, I can literally see them too. Like, y- yeah. Oh, there's just so much crap. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, there really is. Coming from a guy that only watches crap, I figured there was more crap streaming services out there that I need to be educated on. But I found one I, I like: Shout Factory TV. That I'm, I'm definitely gonna watch that. That looks cool for three bucks a month. Sure. Now, do you think this is how it's going to be? Do you think well, they're going to stop broadcasting eventually and it's just going to be streaming services? I don't know, man, because I think it's going to go in waves, just like cable went in waves. Where We're in the streaming wave and then we'll go back to the cable wave. It's just in our lifetime, I think by the end of whenever that is our lives, it'll all be streaming. Well, mm-hmm. it's going to be like reverse hipster. Or, or a hipster, like, well, I have a cable box. You want to come over and watch it at my house? Like, like, I don't know. I don't know, but I think everything's moving towards streaming. And I think a lot of them are doing a bad job. So, I don't know. Like, what do you subscribe to, streaming-wise? Uh, oh, uh, does Spotify count? Yeah, well, it's music, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I suppose, well, let me think, uh, Disney+. Plus. Uh, Netflix. Yep. Prime. D- DC Universe Prime. Now, what is DC Universe? Uh, DC Universe is TV shows, films, and comic books all rolled up into one. Probably, out of all of them, I'd say the best value out of a lot of them. Okay, cool. Uh, do I use it enough? No. Uh, do they have Garbage Can Man face on it? Uh, yep. No, okay. he's on. He's on uh, the other one. That's the oh, okay. price because uh, you know Disney. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, but how about you? How many streaming services? Would you about say you've the got? same. I'd okay. So, uh, it's Spotify, Netflix, Amazon, Shutter, uh, BritBox, Berlin Philharmonic. Um, Wait, go back. What's the What's the Berlin Philharmonic one? It's it's a nerdy thing. So the Berlin Philharmonic is an orchestra, and they have this digital concert hall, which is really cool. Um, it's very expensive, but 
not too much. So you can essentially see every concert that they do at, in your home. And uh, the cost is basically what one ticket would be. It's $150 a year, okay. which sounds super expensive. But if you were to go to see them, that would be your one night. And you can see all their behind the scenes. You can see uh, ev pretty much every concert they do. And they have an archive going back all the way back 50 years or more and you can go back and listen to it so it's like a streaming service for m music for a very specific orchestra it's definitely the best orchestra in the world in my opinion um so as someone that plays an orchestra and is a musician that's like the as niche as you can freaking get i think is an orchestra streaming service but um yeah so th that one i'm subscribed to that's up to six and i'm sure there's more but what annoys me is that we're also paying for cable. Yeah. yeah you yeah, know, yeah. so it, it, it's astronomical. It's astronomical. So when is enough enough? Like, when, Glenn, when do you think people have, will say, this is ridiculous, I'm done? Or like, how, where's it going? It's my question. Right back at you. Yeah, I, I, th I think everything's going to go streaming eventually. And I think the broadcast channels will just be news. I think that's what it will be. That's all you have on there is just news and probably updates on weather. Okay. Now uh, let me ask you, what what are you watching on TV? Like, what the hell is British TV like? Um, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's unfair. Uh, yeah, I, I think if I showed you some British TV, I think you'd genuinely scratch your head and go, I didn't understand a word of that. Okay. Uh, like some of the soaps we have... Uh, it's the same oh, as America, but we do things in a very different way over here. Not everything's mm. not as polished, but we'll have a... I mean, do you have, like, the, the Great British Bake Off? Have you heard of this? Yeah, yeah. One of my co-workers loves it. Um, I don't know if it's a British one, but we have similar stuff. Yeah, you have, like, Cake Boss and things like that. Yeah, I th I've heard it before, yeah. Yeah, but, like, over here we'll have, like, the Great British Bake Off, and that'll be... People just have a different thing to cook each week, and they have to cook it, and they get judged, and then they get eliminated, which sounds like the most boring thing ever. Um, we have another another thing. It's like Top a... Chef. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you have you heard of a show called uh, Gogglebox? Did you just vomit in your own <laughs> mouth? What? what? <laughs> yeah, there's a show called Gogglebox. And what Go it is, wait, okay. Can you spell the first yeah, word for me? G O G G L E. Got it. Goggle box. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Okay. And what this is, this is people watching TV inside of their own homes being filmed. What? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's it. That's, that's the whole show. It'd be the equivalent of, say, me and you sitting on a couch. Someone puts a camera in there and we're watching a show. And talking about it occasionally, um, I think it was done as a joke, and it's just caught on. And they're like, "Oh, people clearly want to watch this as well." Absolutely insane. Goggle box. Yeah. Is got, it like parentheses, like invasion of privacy? Like, is that part of it? Too? Like, no, it's just uh, people volunteer to have this done. And the thing is, uh, it's made it's made a few, and I'm using air quotes, celebrities out of people on it. Because, oh, that's the funny one off of Gogglebox, which means they may have said something funny once. But because their competition is the rest of their boring, bloody family, they seem really funny because they like no one else is laughing, but they're funny. 
Um, and they, they get these the big careers out of it. It's truly bizarre. Um, I, I mean, I know there are sites where you can just watch a stream, like a static cam of yeah. anything. Like, you could watch it of someone's home. You could watch it of a pigeon giving birth. You can do everything. But, like, this is, like, big over by you? Yeah, it's huge. Holy crap. Gogglebox. Yeah, you got to watch it. you got to YouTube it. And that's uh, anyone oh. stateside as well. YouTube Gogglebox is incredible. Okay, Glenn. Here's how you're going to make your millions, all right? Yep. Sign up. <laughs> Sign up and do it. I would watch it, and I know the six people watching would all watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn on Gogglebox. That's the hashtag I want you using this week, all you six listeners. Glenn yeah. on Gogglebox. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, and, and, like, what's the point? Like, when does the episode end? Like, uh, when they go to the bathroom? Like, how does it work? It's kind of like they film them. They cut it together. They have funny moments in watching TV. And we're not even talking like it's a big setup. It's literally single cam, put somewhere in the room, and they're sitting there, and it's like, oh, what do you think he's doing that for? As they're staring at a TV. Um, uh, it really is. And the thing is, uh, it's quite accurate what a lot of people in the UK are actually like, because everyone thinks of us as these tea-sipping, crumpet-munching, uh, you know, monocle-wearing... <laughs> bowler hats like oh ding dong because <laughs> that's exactly how I envisioned you <laughs> the second we finished recording I imagined you put on a top hat put the monocle in grab your walking cane and just start prancing down the street <laughs> oh, in a three piece pinstripe suit yes tipping my hat like good day yeah, yes Hello. that's literally how I envisioned it Oh my god! Oh, you have to do it. You have to do Gogglebox, and you have to. I think you could win it if you dressed up as like the the English bloke. If you just took the stereotype beyond anything, I mean, maybe you do already. I don't know what you do, but oh. I would pay the heck out of whatever it is to see that. <laughs> and today on oh. Gogglebox, Glenn but is having over a friend for tea and crumpets. No, I'm going to show you some British TV, right? What we'll do is we'll pause the episode. I'm going to send you a clip of some classic British TV, right? And you can watch oh. two minutes and come back, okay? So okay. Get, so get ready. We're going to pause now in five, four, three, two, one. Uh, so. Okay. <laughs> Mike, what did you think of that? I don't know what I just watched. It was a mix between the honeymooners and the three stooges with a british accent it, it was incredible <laughs> and it's exactly how i imagine british tv <laughs> uh, well to be fair um we have Ripbox, and the person in my house watches a lot of it and this yep. is 90 percent of it i mean it's 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 fun humor it's just good old-fashioned fun silly like 70s humor is that sum it up all yeah, right? Yeah, pretty, pretty much that. Uh, yeah, you know, it's it's the whole mishearing, I'm going to get some lunch, and a bloke will go, he wants me to give him a punch, and he, he punches him and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. <laughs> but, like, oh, man. I mean, it's great. It's classic. It's fun. But I, if that's what was on my TV daily, I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Fair enough to say, 99% of the, the stuff on our TV is not as good as that. 
Yeah. Like, you know, we have all these reality television shows and all sorts of stuff. God knows how they survive. But uh, now this is great. This is fun. But like, you're British. Like, is do you still laugh at this? Like, I laugh at it because it's so freaking ridiculous to hear someone say, "Good day, mate. Let's let's go get married here. Chip, chip, cheerio." And (laughs) I know, like, is it funny to you? Uh, Why is it so funny? Yeah. this is the thing is, uh, I, I don't. <laughs> I think I would have laughed now, going, "Oh my god, people used to find this funny, and finding that funny." Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's classed as a it's... classic, um, but it's one of those things, isn't it? It's one of those gentle sitcoms that have been put in place, but there is something funny about it being British. Um, yeah. Oh, it adds a hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and it is. It is one of those things where, you know, the funniest nation in the world is a British man in these underpants. Okay, I know what it is. Yeah, I know what it is for me at least. It's the fact that y'all are so, and I say y'all like a freaking moron. Um, y'all are so proper in the way you speak, right? Mm. Like it, 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 it's always seen as this, you know beautiful way to speak English and then on screen they're doing the dumbest thing humanly possible yeah so it's just that dichotomy of brilliant you sound brilliant but then you just fell down a sewer (laughs) 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 and I think that makes for great TV I mean regardless of where you're from that's hysterical I'm with you on that I guess you know (laughs) but truth be told in all the years I've told you known you You've never once done anything stupid or like said anything absolutely stupid. And in reverse, within the past hour, I've said more stupid things than I've ever said <laughs> than in your entire lifetime. <laughs> uh, I, no, I've done plenty, plenty of stupid things. Uh, All right, let's hear them. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember once, I'll, I'll, I'll let this one out once, right? But. When I was with my ex, uh, I woke up after a drunken night out, and this is kind of how my brain works. And I, and I'd been sick in the bin in the bedroom. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. And this isn't the worst part. And there was lots and lots of birdseed in there. And I thought I'd been chomping on birdseed the night before, uh, not realizing that this this um, bird is cockatiel. <laughs> <laughs> I was next to the bin for like two years. I'd just been chucking seed in there, and I was like, "Oh my god, I was eating seed last night! What the hell was I doing?" Um, and this is why you need to be on goggle box. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I am funniest when I, I'm by myself. I think because I, I don't have that check of hmm, someone will find that stupid if I do that. It's just I'm just going to do that. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no fair enough yeah I, I, there's no need to censor when you're by yourself no. i mean yeah it, believe me i know on a daily basis when i'm just walking through the house <laughs> talking to myself like a crazy person yeah oh jeez, man yeah and, and of course uh before we wrap up um we are one day away from the oh god well yeah, hey hey th- this is a big change Okay, so for the past two weeks, you've went from, I'm so excited, to absolutely soul-crushed. And now, we are just one day away. What happened, Glenn? 
I know. Tell me what's going on. Well, I think it's going to be cancelled again. But, uh... <laughs> but what, it's tomorrow! Yeah. <laughs> or yesterday, if you're listening on Friday. Yeah, and if, what you, is it? if you're listening on Friday, you can get our reaction for next episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> but what is it? It's the PlayStation 5 gameplay reveal. Um, and... You know, they're not going to have to do much to outdo the Xbox One, let's be honest. <laughs> True. Um, True. So, yeah, that's uh, that's an exciting uh, end as I, as I wind down in this week, I think. Okay. Are we doing... Are we going to do a live recording? I, I think... I feel like... I think we either have to record very quickly after it's been on. Yeah. Uh, because I did think about this, and I don't think a live recording would be beneficial to anyone, because it would just be us going... Oh, what's this? Yeah. Ah, oh, this looks crap. <laughs> I think we should do two. Yeah. Maybe one while we do it and one right after. I, th- um, I think, yeah, I think, I think that's probably a good shout. But it, yeah. yeah, it's just going to be us going, oh no, oh, not this game. I hate this game. <laughs> or maybe we'll be surprised, but you'll have to listen to the next episode to find out. So Yeah, uh, you know, as long as Sony come out and go, here's a new God of War. <laughs> he's a his last of us part three we didn't tell you we'd made um i think yeah i think they're gonna they're gonna have to show you something that's a bit like oh okay i know exactly what they're gonna show yeah and when they do it i am gonna pre-order it are you ready go on so there's gonna be god of war yeah there's 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 gonna be the new spider-man and right before they cut out they're gonna say and last we've saved the best for last Glenn on Goggle <laughs> And I will just throw my stuff everywhere and buy it instantly. Yeah. I'm pre-ordering <laughs> this right now. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, that was an episode. <laughs> that was definitely an episode. And I'm excited for tomorrow. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great so. fun. Yes. Uh, so for this... So... Yeah, Mike, you can wrap up, actually. Go ahead. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So for this week, I have been Glenn. And I've been Mike. <laughs> And toodaloo! <laughs>